This is KMTT, Kimitzion Titzei Torah. On Mondays, we are having Rav Benjamin Tavori, who is giving a series this year on Mo'adei Hashanah, Shiurim, about the different holidays and festivals. In our Sidra of Shiurim about it, all the if different Yamim Tovim, we've already discussed the mitzvah of Simcha Un Yom Tov in general, and the mitzvah of Simcha Un Cholamoid as well. It's interesting to note that Sukkot is the one Chag that's denoted specifically as Man Simcha Seinu. This is a specific mitzvah of Simcha on Sukkot that in a way seems a little strange because every Yantif there's a mitzvah of Simcha. The Rambam in Hilchas Yom Tov that we have seen in previous Shurim mentions that the seven days of Sukkot, the, uh, <coughs> the days of Pesach, Shavuos, and the other Yamim Tovim have an idea of the mitzvah of Simcha. And he quotes the Pasuk in Re'eh, V'samachta b'chagecha, V'hayisa achsameach. Of course, V'samachta b'chagecha is the beginning of one Pasuk, and this Pasuk afterwards ends with the words, V'hayisa achsameach. Now it's true that those two Pesukim refer to the Chag of Sukkot. One theoretically could argue that the mitzvah only applies to Sukkot, but we certainly know that that's not true. The Torah does say Simcha by other Yamim Tovim as well. For example, in the same parsha in Re'eh, it says, in connection with Shavuos, So there is a mitzvah of Simcha, all the Chagim, but somehow the Pasuk that's quoted to say there's a din of Simcha is in the Pasuk which refers to Sukkot. And again, Rashi on the Pasuk Vayisach has two Pirushim. One Pirush is Lefip Shuto, According to the Pshat in the Pasuk, this is not a Tzivri, but it's a promise. I would assume that the reason it's not the Pshat is because it does not seem to add anything to the original mitzvah. If the Torah says, V'samachta b'chagecha, there's a mitzvah of simcha. What is added by the words, V'yisach sameach? One could argue and say that the words, V'yisach sameach, somehow come to add something to the original passage, V'samachta b'chagecha. But I nevertheless think that the Pshut Mikra, Rashi says, it's a haftacha, it's a promise. On Yom Tov we say, in every Shmon Esrei, please grant us the bracha of the Moadim. What's the bracha of the Moadim? Where do we have a specific bracha of Moadim? In connection with Shabbos, it says, gave a bracha to Shabbos. What's the bracha of Moadim? So I heard in the name of Revelvo that he said, this is the pshat. Help us to receive that bracha. And what is that bracha? 
Baruch promised us that we'll be happy. Rashi, however, quotes another pasuk, another perush. That there's a special pasuk to include the last night of Yom Tov for the mitzvah of Simcha. The last night of Yom Tov seems to be the night of Shmini Atzeres. That there's a special Simcha, the night of Simchas of Shmini Atzeres. They say in the name of the Vilna Gaon that at first glance this drasha seems very strange because the word ach is generally a mi'ut. It takes away something. Ach by Yom Arishon, you have to discuss what the word ach means. What does it take away? Here, it seems that according to Rashi, Achba Larabos, Achba comes to include something. That's generally against the principle that Ach is a miut, Ach is a diminishing factor. They say in the name of the Vilna Gaon that he explained as follows. The entire week of Sukkot, there are mitzvahs of Sukkah. Mitzvahs specifically of Abaminim, mitzvahs sitting in the Sukkah. When we talked about the mitzvah of Abaminim, the Pasuk there mentioned Simcha. The night of Shmini Atzeres, there's no other mitzvah. According to the law of the Torah, which of course is the referring to Eretz Yisrael when Shmini Atzeres is the last day of Yom Tov, there is no Sukkah, there's no Abaminim. So the Gra explained, Vayisa Achsamech should only be happy. When the rest of Sukkot, in the beginning, there are seven days of Sukkot, you actually have many mitzvahs that go along with Simcha. The night of Shemini Atzeres, Vayisa Achsameach, you have only Simcha, Neto, that's all you have. You have nothing else, no Lulav, no, no Sukkah, only Simcha. Others explained that it comes to say, L'Rabos Yom Tov Achron, to exclude Lel Laila Harishav. And the discussion, if the first night of Yantif really has a chi of Simcha, or Simcha only starts in the daytime, is a discussion that's beyond our scope right now, but I mention it in connection with the idea what V'ayisa Achsameach comes to exclude. Now, what we have seen, that there is a specific mitzvah of Simcha all Chagim, but somehow Sukkis is considered why is that true? Now, I mentioned the Psukim, the Samachta Bechagecha, are indeed written by Sukkah, by, by the Mitzvah, by the Dinim of Sukkah, but on the other hand, we have the Din of the Simcha other places as well. The Ramam, as I said before, quotes in Hilchas Yantif the Mitzvah of Simcha in general. But he does have the extra din of Simcha, which is found in the end of Hilchas Lulav. Hilchas Lulav are the combination of Hilchas Sukkah. And the Rambam says there, in Perek Ches, Halacha Yud Beis, Afalpi, She Kol Amodos Mitzvah L'Smuach Bohem, as we said, there's a mitzvah of Simcha on all, every Yantif. Bechag Sukkos 
Now, the word Simcha Yaseira are also important. The Rambam does say that in Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, they are Yimei Hadin, and they're not Simcha Yaseira. It seems from that Rambam that Simcha Yaseira would apply to all Moadim. Nevertheless, here the Rambam specifically relates the, the phrase Simcha Yaseira to Sukkis. But what is the source of this special halacha of Simcha Unsukis? And let us point out that the Simcha that the Rambam refers to here is the Haisa Shamba Mikdash Simcha Yaseira. In the base Mikdash, there was a Simcha Yaseira. Shenemar, and he quotes a Pasuk in Emor, Usmachtem Lifne Hashem Elokechem Shivas Yamin. Now, that Pasuk, Usmachtem Lachem. Is referring specifically to the mitzvah of Luluf. Ulkachtem lachem bayamarishon, priet sadar, kapostamarim, vanafetzavos, vavinachal. On the first day of Sukkot, as we all know, there's a mitzvah of taking abaminim. And then the Torah says, there is an esnachta there. It's the, uh, that's the end of the first pasuk. Ulkachtem lachem bayamarishon, priet sadar, kapostamarim, vanafetzavos, vavinachal. That's the end of the first part of the pasuk. And then there's a continuation. Usmachtem lefnei Hashem lokechem shivas yamim. That there's a din of simcha before Hakadosh Baruch Hu seven days. Now we know when it says lefnei Hashem, it means in the base hamikdash. From here we determine that there's a mitzvah of simcha of before Hakadosh Baruch Hu seven days. But since it's said in the pasuk of lulav, so we learn from here that there's a mitzvah daraisa of taking the lulav bigvulin. Bigvulin means outside the mikdash. To take the myth, the Arabaminium only the first day. Midaraisa, that's all we have. The first day of Lulav is Daraisa. This year, that Shabbos and Sukkis, Chag Harishon is on Shabbos. They coincide. So we do not fulfill the mitzvah Daraisa at all of taking a Lulav. However, in the base Hamigdash, there was a mitzvah Daraisa the mitzvah of Lulav was taken in the Mikdash seven days mid Araisa. Not only was it taken seven days as opposed to the one day that you take in Gvulim, it seems that the Kiyum HaMitzvah of Lulav in the Mikdash is a different Kiyum. It's not just the Kiyum of taking the Lulav, but it's a Kiyum Simcha of taking the Lulav Shivas Yamim. And this is stated almost clearly and explicitly in the Madrash Halacha, but the idea is that the Mikdash you take Lulav as a Kiyum of Simcha Shivas Yamin. So we know that there was a special din in the base HaMikdash of taking the Lulav seven days, and it's based on Simcha. Now the Rambam seems to have extrapolated from here that the Pasuk, Usmachtem Lefnei Hashem Lokechem Shibas Yamim, means not just to take Lulav all seven days, but there's a special din of Simcha in the Beis HaMikdash. And the Rambam says, how do you do this? V'keitzad ha'yuosim. And then the Rambam gives the whole description of the structure of the Beis HaMikdash that they prepared in order to do the Simcha's Beis HaShueva. And then the Ram says, he discusses the Simchas Besa Shreva, and he says, 
You begin this special simcha, what we call simchas besuashreva, the matzai yantif of Chag Harisha. And then the Rambam goes on to explain how do you do it with the musical instruments, with people dancing, clapping, jumping, etc. So, the Rambam interpreted that the mitzvah of Simcha, which is Simcha Yeseira in the Beis HaMikdash, is based on the Pasuk by Lulav, and we demonstrate that special Simcha by doing Simcha's Besa Shoeva. Now, the Mishnah in, in, in Masecha Sukkah describes the mitzvah of Simcha's Besa Shoeva, and it says it's not Docha Shabbos. Rashi says it's not Docha Shabbos, neither is it Docha Yom Tov. Rashi says, Kol simcha zu eina ela b'shvil nisa chamayim. The whole mitzvah of simchas bes hashoeva is based on the libation of the water on the mizbeach nisa chamayim. So according to Rashi, the mitzvah of simcha of sukkas is not a special mitzvah at all of sukkas. It's only because of Nisu Chamaimim, so we have an extra Simcha with Nisu Chamaim, and the Gemara quotes the Pasuk that we'll discuss later, When you do the Shiva Samaim, when you take the water out of the wells, when you prepare the water for the Nisu Chamaim, we will discuss later exactly what the phrase means, but it does mean some sort of joy. So according to Rashi, I don't see at all any special din of simcha on sukkis. There was a simcha because of Nisuch HaMayim, but not inherently because of Chag HaSukos. Whereas according to the Rambam, the mitzvah of simcha, of the special simcha, is mentioned in Hilchas And interestingly enough, it's not mentioned in the books of the Rambam, the Svam of the Rambam about Avodah, Karbanos, where he discusses Simchas Besar Shoeva, he doesn't mention the din of, when he mentions exactly how you do Sha'iva Samaim, the Rambam does not mention at all the concept of Simcha, of the Simchas Besar Shoeva. Simchas Besar Shoeva, according to the Rambam, seems to be halacha not because of Nisa Hamayim, but it has to be because of Simchas Yantif. So according to the Rambam, it seems that Simchas Yantif of Sukkis is special in the Beis Hamikdash, which was later made into a Simchas Vasashreva. There is a special Simcha. How do you do that special Simcha? Well, the Torah told us take Lulav as a Kim of Simcha, but since there's a special Din of Simcha on in the Mikdash because of the Lulav, so we instituted also a Din of Simchas Besashreva, or better yet, the minig of Simchas Besashreva as a kiyum simcha in the Beis Hamikdash. Now, we pointed out that there is simcha, but there's also sasam. Usha'afte mayim besasam. In general, when it says usmachtam lufne Hashem lokechem, so it uses the word simcha. Is there a difference between the words sasam and simcha? In the Gemara, there's a very interesting long page of Gemara 
which discusses a very strange mystical concept of two people, as it were, one named Sasa and one named Simcha, and a whole discussion between them. But I'd like to refer to two perushim of Sasa and Simcha that are mentioned in the name of the Vilna Gaon. There's a book on Hilchas Yantif written by one of the uh, Salavechik clan, specifically Rav Meshulam David Halevi, which has different comments on days of Yantif. He mentions there that they asked the Maharil, later on, this was discussed within the Brisker family as well, why Chag HaSukas is called Zman Simchaseinu, more than any other Yantif, and they gave the answer that we suggested today, based on the Rambam, that there was a Simcha Yaseir in the Mikdash. Points out that according to Rashi, it does not seem that way. According to Rashi, it's hard to understand what the special Simcha of Sukkis is, and it seems to be, it's a Simcha of more mitzvahs, because of Nisuch HaMayim, you have a Simcha. In that comment, the Rav Meshulam David explained also the difference between the word Sasan and Simcha. And he quotes the, Vilna, the uh, Vilna Gaon, who was quoted by Rav Velvel as saying that Simcha is referring to a Simcha Shebalev. No outer manifestations of Simcha need exist. Now we know that the Halacha is Simcha is done through Basavayayim. We've discussed this in previous Shiurim. And we've discussed that there should be a Kiyum Balev. It's not just an outer manifestation of eating meat and drinking wine, but Simcha should be a religious experience that someone undergoes Unchak. But the Simcha itself is not demonstrated to others in any way. Whereas Sasan, according to this interpretation, is done by an outer manifestation of Simcha, for example, by dancing. So, he said, Simcha's Yantif in general may be done without any outward manifestation. However, the simcha of the mitzvah, according to Rashi, of Nisuch HaMayim, or the special unique simcha of Sukkis, should be demonstrated by dancing, by singing. The Vilna Gon is quoted in Maserav. Now, it's true that this refers to Shemini Atzeres, which is the as it were, in a sense, the eighth day of Sukkot, in a sense, it's a Chag B'fnei But they mentioned that the Vilna Gaon on Sukkot, on Shmini Atzeres, would dance before the Sefer Torah with a lot of energy, a lot of vigor, and his face was like a burning fire. He used to clap and jump and dance. But as the moment they returned the Sefer Torah to the Aron Kodesh, it said that he then wasn't any different in demeanor than he was on the rest of Yantif. Rabbi Meshulam David explained 
the Vilna, the Vilna Gons custom as saying when there was a Simcha, the Sefer Torah was there, so then it was considered a Simcha on Mitzvahs. And that is a Simcha that has to be expressed through dancing, through singing. After they brought the Sefer Torah back to the Aron Kodesh, then it's no longer Simcha on Mitzvahs, it's just Simcha on Yantif. And Simcha on Yantif is Simcha. Now, why is it that in Simcha's Besa the Chachamim used to go out with this specific dancing? So according to the, to Rashi, we would say it's the Simcha on Mitzvahs that exists of Nisuch Chamayim, perhaps of the Lulav Kol Shiva. Whereas according to the Rambam, that itself is the Kiyuma Mitzvah of Simcha in the Beis HaMikdash to have Sasan to have an outer manifestation, and in that respect, it's different than any other Chag. So we've tried to explain the difference between Simcha's Sukkis as opposed to the Simcha of every other Yantif. In truth, though, I would like to comment that there is another interpretation in the name of the Vilna Gaon of the difference between Simcha and Sasa. In the Haggadah of Rav Ruven Magolios, he mentions the phrase that's printed in the Haggadah. We say, What's the difference between Rav Ruven Magolios there quotes the Vilna Gaon. Now it's interesting that I have the Mori Moadim quoting the Vilna Gaon with a different interpretation. Maybe the Vilna Gaon said both. Rav Magolius quotes the Vilna Gaon as saying that Simcha is the beginning of the process. When a person begins happiness, that's called Simcha. However, when the Simcha reaches a culmination, a higher level of Simcha, that's called Sasa. And that's how you can explain when you build the city of Yushalayim, that's Simcha. But it's not complete until the Avoda is done in the Beis HaMikdash. When that is done, then you feel Sasan. When we say on Shabbos, in Kel Adon, we say Smechim B'Tseisam, it seems that the celestial beings that come to shine upon the world, when they begin their task, they're happy when they begin the task, but when their task is finished and they've done, accomplished what they were set out to do, then you feel the sasam. Of course, one could ask if this is true, so why do we say Odi Shama Ba'are Yehuda Vukhusas Yushalaim Kal Sasam Vikal Simcha? Simcha should always precede Sasam. And here in the in the uh text that we recite at weddings, we say Yishama we will hear Kal Sasam Vikal Simcha. We should have said we should hear Kal Simcha Vikal Sasan. The beginning would be the Simcha, and the end would be the Sasan. Why do we say the Sasan before the Simcha? The Vilna Gaon answered that question by saying that the original quote of Odi Shama is not that it will be heard. The original quote in Yemiyahu is that this sound 
at the time of the Churban was diminished. So it said, you will not hear Kal Sasan, Kal Simcha. Which means not only will you not hear the end of the Simcha, the culmination of the Simcha, the final expression of the, of the Simcha, you won't even have the beginning. So if you met, mention negative terms, Sason and Simcha do come in that order. Baruch Hashem, that we have reached the, the phrase that today we say it will be heard. So today we say the phrase that's found in Yemriyahu, but Simcha nevertheless is only the beginning of the process and the end of the process is Sason. Of course, in connection with Sukkis, I'd rather mention the first perush because that would explain somehow the difference between the Simcha of every Yantif and the Sasan or the special Simcha of Chagasukas. Now the Rambam in Hilchas Yamtov did mention the mitzvah of Simcha by every Yantif, but when he mentions in, in Hilchas Sukkah, the Rambam elaborates more than he said in Hilchos, uh, in Hilchos Yamtov. And here, of course, the Ramam gives his famous caveat. He said, when you are happy on Sukkis, I assume he would mean an other Yamim Tavim too, not just the Simcha Yaseira of Sukkis. But the Rambam says, Mitzvah laharbos b'simcha zu. The mitzvah of pouring it on, have more simcha, is a mitzvah. And the Rambam says, But this was not done, simchas b'sashoeva, by the average Amaretz. This sasan, the special Simcha Sukkot, was expressed and demonstrated Afka by the Gedolei Yisrael. The entire community used to come to watch what his chus it was to see the Gedolim dancing and singing to fulfill Simchas Yantif, to fulfill the sasan of Yamtov. But then the Ram goes on, as we know, that the simcha in general is a simcha of mitzvah. Had simcha she yismach adam basiyas ha mitzvah bavasa keil shetziva bahem avodogdoli. The Ramam here does not refer only to the simcha of, of sukkis, the simcha of yantif in general. Any simcha that a person fulfills when at the time of mitzvah and thereby expresses his love of God, avoda gedolahi. It's a great avoda. And anyone who holds himself back from this simcha will somehow be paid back for it. So, we now have explained why Sukkis is called Zman Simchasainu, more than any other Yantif. But nevertheless, the question again be asked, in the Beis HaMikdash, there was Simcha Yaseira. Outside the Beis HaMikdash, is it really Zman Simcha Seinu? More than any other Yom Tov? Every Yom Tov, there's a Mitzvah of Simcha. The Rama pointed out 
there's a special mitzvah of simcha in the Mikdash. But we don't have a Beis HaMikdash. Is really the phrase Man Simcha Seinu felt really as part of the special mitzvah of, Sim- of Sukkot today? One could argue and say, let's go back to the famous opinion of the Rambam. The Rambam thought that you blow shofar on Shabbos in the base Hamikdash, as is said by the Mishnah, but the Rambam included Yerushalayim as the Mikdash. When the mitzvah da Araisa is fulfilled on Shabbos of Rosh Hashanah, it's fulfilled in the city of Yerushalayim. Of course, I'm referring to Yerushalayim b'fnimachamos, Yerushalayim inside the walls of Yerushalayim. And one could argue and discuss why today we do not blow shofar in the Mikdash, and I would relate that in a Shia that we gave on shofar on Shabbos. But according to the Rambam, one could argue and say that the mitzvah of taking a lulav is also called Shiva in Yerushalayim. In fact, the Bikure Yaakov, very famous Sefer and Hilchas Sukkah, discussed all the ramifications of this idea that Lulav is taken in the Mikdash in Yerushalayim, according to him, Kol Shiva. He discussed then the various laws of, uh, of Lulav, which differ between the first day and the last days, since we paskin that according in, in outside the Beis HaMikdash, the mitzvah of taking a Lulav is only the first day, and the rest of Sukkot is the Rabbanan, as a Zechel Mikdash, you need not be as meticulous with all the details of the laws of, of, of Lulav. Of course, you need uh, someone to explain all these details. But, for example, you're allowed to borrow a Lulav called Shiva. Only the first day of Sukkot must you own the Lulav. That, of course, is referring to Gvulim. You have to discuss now what are the laws that would apply to the Beis HaMikdash or Yerushalayim, according to the Bikure Yaakov, called Shiva. But according to him, according to this Perush, the mitzvah of of Lulav is taken in Yerushalayim as well. Therefore, Usmachtem Lefnei Hashem Lokechem Shivas Yamim might apply even B'zman in Yerushalayim. So in Yerushalayim, you could really talk about Zman Zemchaseinu. If you do not learn like the Rambam, or if you do not accept this Perush of the Bikure Yaakov, then there does not seem to be a concept of Zman Simchaseinu outside the Beis HaMikdash at all. Which would mean today, you Zilkes is Zman Simchaseinu, just like every Yantif. But it's not specifically Zman Simchaseinu more than any other Yantif. You see from the phrase Zman Simchaseinu that we see by Zilkes, the effect that this mitzvah had on Klal Yisrael. Perhaps it reflects an aspiration for the Beis HaMikdash. When we say Zman Simchaseinu, perhaps we should have the Kavana that we should be Zolcha to have the Beis HaMikdash built, where the Simcha Yisera will indeed be fulfilled by Gedolei Yisrael at the Simchas Besu Sheva, and the nation should come to see the Simcha Yisera in the Beis HaMikdash. That goal, that aspiration of the Jewish people may very well be felt in the fact that we call 
סוכס זמן שמחסינו.